Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Sheffield Live. Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. I'm Luke Crofts. I'm James Algreaves. And, uh, well, what about last night? Well, last night was... It went off, didn't it? It went off the scale. Off the charts. It was was off the chain. (laughs) Yeah, they got worse. Um, No, it was uh, was a fantastic night. It it was the uh, gig we've mentioned a couple of times. Just a couple. Um, A couple of uh, dozen times. Uh, It was the Leadmill gig, of course. Yes. So, Four Authors, Dead Set Dream... October Drift and the Slow Readers Club graced the Leadmill, yeah. um, and it was uh, it was packed out. It was for me one of the best gigs I've been to in the last few years. It was awesome. So to to answer our own question, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, we put on Twitter was uh, was last night's gig the gig of the year? Yes, yes, yes. We we think it was. Which is, which is a good benchmark for all the Sheffield bands now to go out and try and beat it. Ah, oh, it was. I, I, I had such a good time. Um, I, I think the best way to prepare for a gig is um, a pre-existing hangover, <laughs> two pints of Pepsi, and then some Guinness. Yeah, that that was. It worked a for me. Routine, yeah. And CK, obviously, CK's got to be there. Well, yeah, CK. <laughs> CK was really funny. It was like, oh yeah, I like four offers, are great. And then he just stood stock still and just sort of like <laughs> just nodding his nodding head. his head with with his wide legged stance. Yeah. It was good to stand next to, though, because he sort of commanded quite a lot of yeah. space. And then they did the beach ball thing. <laughs> like four authors launched yeah. a beach ball into the crowd as, as they did the last number. Yeah. Uh, and CK... Filmed everything. Well, he was filming it, but also when the beach ball came to him, it hit the floor in front of him, he belted it full pelt with, with his right foot. It was, it was a, a volley that Vardy would have been uh, <laughs> proud of. And then the ball... Went and whacked this poor girl right slap in the face. Did it? I thought <laughs> I thought that was a joke tweet, but I obviously missed that one, unfortunately. It yeah. was obviously not on purpose, although I've been winding him up on Twitter saying it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a great uh, great night. Of course, Carlton Maloney of Carl Maloney Presents Fame uh, was also out in, in force um, with his other half Kirsty. He, he was um, definitely out in force. Yeah, ended up in uh, ended up in the hospital. Yes. Um, so I don't know what happened there. I'd gone home by this point. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, we've just been accused on Twitter of breaking Carl Maloney. I'd, I'd gone home well before this, um, so I take no uh, no responsibility. But when afterwards when we went to the Washington, um, Carl sounded like he'd been drinking gravel because it was just yeah. it's like got no throat left. So it well, did sound worse for wear. He has one of the most Sheffield accents you'll ever hear, anyway. And then add in like post drinks uh, post multiple drinks kind of <laughs> effect on your vocal cords and gravel kebabs <laughs> <laughs> and, and yes he uh, he apparently it was after I left I left him in the safe hands of Scotterillo and a few others and apparently he was found outside on a pavement mm. apparently good. he can't take his beer good night had by all then um, yeah no maybe not maybe not um Oh, we've had an, another tweet's flooded in. Oh, it's from Neil. Can we read it? No. Well, it is 
is just a sound rather than a word. It's just a noise. Blah. <laughs> I think that's how we all felt this morning. Yeah. Um, but uh, I managed to uh, I managed to get my picture taken with uh, Aaron Starkey of uh, Slow Readers Club. Yeah. And uh, photo bombed by Henry VIII. <laughs> there was there was a a, a bouncer um, who looked like his head was upside down. He was bald on the top and got a ridiculous beard on the on the obviously on his chin. He looked like a Viking. Yeah. Uh, and he was he was directly in between. Uh, me and Aaron, <laughs> but behind us, so you can just see these eyes and this yeah. beard sort of looking. To be fair to him, he's looking straight down the barrel. Oh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He knew we were ruining our. To picture. be fair, if I was a bouncer in a club like that, I'd be doing that to everybody all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had the rubbish job because where the stage was situated in room two in Leadmill, did cut the access to the toilets off. Yeah. So he was having to tell everybody, "No, you can't come this way. You've got to go there and turn left." I wonder, how bored, I wonder how bored of doing that he got. Well, obviously very, because he's photobombed our picture. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Shall I put it on Twitter so people can do it? Can give me sympathy? No, it's a good picture, though, and Aaron's a, Aaron's a top guy. Yeah. I said, well, they'd got the, uh, they got the set, set list out um, on, the, on stage, and uh, I said to him, oh, Aaron, can I, can I have the set list? He went, yeah, no problem. Anyway, I couldn't find it. So, being the fanboy that you are. Absolute fanboy. We'll come on to that in a minute. You want pictures? You want set lists? I just wanted everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he says, yeah, I'll get it for you. And uh, it had gone missing. So anyway, you didn't get him to sign your breast? He wouldn't have done that, though, would he? <laughs> he wouldn't have done that. I don't know. If you'd have asked, maybe. And, uh, well, I said to him, uh, I said, oh, don't worry. He says, oh, I'll email you. I said, well, I don't, I don't want the, the sequence of songs. I just wanted the bit of paper with it written on. He went, oh, right, okay. I said, no, don't worry about it. I don't know what you were thinking I'm going to do with it. I went, no, I'm just a fanboy. I just wanted your set list. I did have a, I did have a, a good time listening to four authors as well. Knew yeah. all the words. Well, you've been listening to them non-stop for yeah, well, a, you a few know, weeks. I've, I've been to gigs before where I've not listened to the music and then you don't know any of the words. Yeah. So I thought, I'm not making that mistake. So they're, they're on they're on Spotify, so yeah. just been listening to their, uh, to their stuff on there. We have some music from all of the bands coming up, so we, we can do a full individual review and analysis of each set as we play their songs, if you want. <laughs> yeah, it's been a slow music week, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, bands, if, you, if you're in a band or you know somebody that is, tell them. Yeah. To send the music in because we will we will play it. It's dead easy. Just send us a message at the squeak on Twitter, and remember it's spelt wrong, so it's T H E S Q W E E K. Yeah, nice one, James. Or the squeak on Facebook. Uh, just send us a message, and we'll send you a link to the uploader. It's dead easy. Just give us a few details about your band and upload your track, and we will play it on the radio for you. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, should we have um, a song that we've been sent in first? Yes, and this is actually one that Carlton Maloney has actually sent us. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Not, is it a, Seven Hills Band? No, <laughs> it's not. It's a, a Bridlington band that played for him at Carlton Maloney Presents recently called Page 45. Here it is. Thank you. 
So they played at uh, Carl Maloney Presents a couple of weeks ago, uh, all the way from Bridlington, which is a place I love. My granddad used to live near Bridlington, so... Two P, home of the two-piece slot machines. Yeah, well, spent a one lot, of many. A lot of my uh, childhood holidays there. Uh, they're called Page 45. You can uh, find them on Facebook and all the usual places, and that one's called Square Through Round. It's a full seven minutes long, so... So we're not going to play it all. It's ongoing <laughs> in the background. Well, yeah, like we'll, we'll, leave it, we'll leave it on for you. <laughs> Carl said that uh, when he when they played, um, I think it was a Washington for Carl Maloney Presents, he said that they were awesome. So probably worth seeing them if they come back. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure Carl will, uh, will have them back at, at one of his many um, yeah. famous gigs. He's trying to take over Sheffield, isn't he? He's he, a one-man... Uh, we need to put our foot down and stop him expanding into any more bars. Yeah. Absolutely. And stop him drinking because apparently he's a lightweight. Yeah. Well, he is. He is. We know that. But, you know, whatever. Um, we've had a text from October Drifter on the way back to Somerset uh, for a rest. Yeah. But they're listening to us in the van. I don't know how long it'll last, though. How long what will last? Well, before it cuts off. I think you get as far as... Uh, ah, yeah. Chesterfield and then I think it. before in the van they've been listening to us online so that's some, the way to do it somebody's actually. got some uh, data bills there <laughs> yeah well they just, just charge it to the uh, aggressive management co yeah they'll pay for it all won't they <laughs> <laughs> is this like when we said that Carl would buy everyone a drink at, at yeah we're just liars <laughs> right let's uh, let's get rid of that now there we go so that's off Right, okay. So, um, let's move away from music. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we've lost another great um, Britain this week. Yeah, can people just stop dying now, please? Yeah, it's bad it's, news. It's horrendous. What do you remember uh, Ronnie Corbett, obviously, we're talking about? What do you remember Ronnie Corbett from? I, I remember, everyone's gone on about, you know, the classic four candles. Four candles. Four candles. Uh, that classic sketch. But... That, ooh, ding dong. <laughs> ding. That was uh, that was Leslie. What's his face? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, everyone remembers that, and I, I think that's more a Ronnie Barker thing than a Corbett one. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm younger than most of my friends. Mm. Um, I remember him from Extras. Yes, yeah. he was absolutely brilliant in Extras. It's always Corbett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can now never win a BAFTA. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do it all. Um, and he did the uh, he did the PTK Amarillo thing for yeah. uh, oh, was that he comic f- relief. He fell over and he fell over. Yeah. Well, they were doing yeah. it on treadmills, and uh, he, 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 he he wasn't looking where he was going. I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. And uh, he'd, he'd put his foot on the side, and obviously one foot carried on moving backwards, and the other didn't. And he just sort of ended up going. I, I remember that was on a comic relief one year, wasn't it? And yeah, I remember they showed the video, and then afterwards. They showed that little section of the video of him falling over about twenty <laughs> times because they were just getting people pledging money to watch it again. Well, it was hilarious because um, I think he was doing it with Michael Parkinson, and Michael Parkinson were looking at him to say as if, what, "What are you doing?" And then Michael <laughs> Parkinson nearly went off as well because he went looking where we're going. Absolutely hilarious, um, but yeah, just 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 a, a, a naturally funny guy. Yeah, I'd remember him from his monologues where he used to sit in the chair and just it, it would be. The most long-winded story, which with one of the best punchlines at the end. Yeah. I used to love that. So, yeah, um, celebrities, stop dying now, please. 2016, stop taking all the best celebrities. Only just in April. Yeah, if you're going to take anyone, then Katie Hopkins has got to be up for grabs, hasn't she? Someone like that. 
Not sure this is the best segment to be running. <laughs> um, tweet us in. Let us know your thoughts. <laughs> oh dear. Hmm. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. That's that. Let's move on. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of other people just that were controversial. That's the first thing that came into my head. Well, I can think of a lot, but again, I don't think we should should, should do it. No. I do wonder how Donald Trump's not been assassinated yet. Well, they'll probably vote him in as president and then do it, because they're idiots. (laughs) Anyway, um, impartial as always on this show. Um, It's been April Fool's uh, Day this week. Now, this is one thing that always makes me laugh, because there's always some ridiculous stories going about, and people fall for them. Yes. Um, One, uh, I I work for Diageo, who own quite a lot of the major spirits brands, and um, I saw something, uh, a newscast, that uh, Pims had agreed to... Um, sponsor the Big Ben clock face <laughs> yeah. so it was constantly going to be Pims o'clock because that's the Pims marketing Pims o'clock yeah. um, I thought that was quite a good one quite an elaborate one they got um, they got a, a well known uh, news uh, news anchor to do the, the uh, broadcast for that as well so yeah. it was quite believable that well it was well done believable in, in the extent it was done but uh, yeah yeah it, it's, it's been April Fool's Day unless you're in China where it's banned is it? Yeah, they yeah, apparently well, banned it because they, they, it's not within their culture. Yeah, they love a good laugh in China, don't they? Yeah, not not in their culture to, to uh, lie and mislead people. Oh, right, okay. Well, obviously it's in ours. Yeah. It's, Who it's cares? It's actually quite punishable as well. I've just realised you've got a new chair as well. Oh, yeah. I've Did just, you not realise? No, no. There's new chairs all around in here. Yeah, so. I, I can't believe we've, we've been here for... A good half an hour and not notice. And there's another spare chair over there, a new one. Oh, well. Anyway. That's, that's um, interesting for everybody at home. <laughs> yeah, for the benefit of the radio, <laughs> these chairs are lovely. Um, yeah, another one I saw, which... Um, yeah, are you a fan of Weatherspoons, James? No. No. Just I'm to not. clarify. Um, <laughs> I'm partial to a, a cheap pint and... And, and mediocre service, um, but uh, there was another one uh, on Weatherspoon's official Twitter feed that announced that um, from later on in the year, uh, the Queen Vic was going to become a Weatherspoon spot. <laughs> that's, that's quite. A good that was one quite a clever yeah. one. Yeah, I like that one. What have you, have you seen any this week that have? Uh, oh, did you see the Google one that they did in Gmail? Oh yeah, that were a bit of a flop though, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's actually <laughs> it's quite quite a tough one. What in Google Mail? If you don't use it, they have. Uh, two buttons, one's to send an email and next to it is to send an archive so that you've got a copy of it to keep um, and what they did was they replaced a send an archive with send a mic drop and it emailed a picture of a minion uh, dropping, you know, like from the film dropping the uh, the mic and apparently it then blocked whoever you'd sent it to from replying to you Yeah, that. I mean, that's, that's all good and well but an important part of the email um Especially when you're using it for business, is the the threads, so you can you can go back and look yeah. at what everybody else has said, so you don't have to keep going in and out of your messages, and it it stopped all that, didn't it? So it I, was I think a bit of a bug. I think what they were trying to do was just have a bit of amusement, where like if there's an argument going on, you can send a mic drop and then just stop the argument. But people didn't realise that the button had changed and were still pressing the button. Yeah, uh, like there was, there was people that sent like job. Uh, applications and things like that. <laughs> they click send and mic drop, which used to be send an archive, and uh, can never hear from that person again. 
Yeah, not ideal, really. And not exactly very professional to send, send your prospective employer a, a picture of a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, no, not all. And I'm glad I didn't. I didn't notice that because um, I use Gmail. Yeah. So, well, what, one of uh, one of the worst ones that I saw was. So the jokes on you, Google. <laughs> I've, got, I've got an email here that's, that somebody sent, and it's got a picture of the minion at the top who's doing the mic drop in in like uh, one of those animated gifs, and the text of the email is Melanie. We're so very sorry to hear of the tragic loss of your daughter. Your brother-in-law, Louis, suggested we reach out to you to be- begin funeral arrangements. Please let us know how we can be of assistance to you in this difficult time. Mic drop. Mic drop. Oh, my oh goodness. So, yeah, um, they got criticised for that and pulled it very, very quickly. Mm. Uh, so, yes. Uh, what Did you see any other ones this week? Um, I saw some ones that were actual real stories that I thought was... Bizarre, yeah. Um, Whoopi Goldberg had an interesting one. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, she's on about selling um, marijuana. Yeah, in 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 medication though. Yeah, or med- medical other. marijuana yeah. products yeah. to combat period pains. Ah, yes. yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you do. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your moods. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, apparently, because it's medical marijuana is legal in California, um, she's decided to launch her own line of medical marijuana. Yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Well, saying that, has she not got enough money already from Sister Act? Yeah, she's, she's one of the um, faces on The View, isn't she, as well, which is like America's version of loose women. Oh, is she? <laughs> right. She was in... Uh, I think the only thing I know from is Sister Act... Oh, and she was in... Uh, Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2. <laughs> Back in the habit. She was in Star Trek, wasn't she? She was in Star yeah. Trek um, with uh, when uh, he was in it. Beautiful day. <laughs> William Shatner. Oh, right. That okay. was the first line of the film and he overreacted it to the right. like thousandth degree. He was a very hammy actor anyway, wasn't he? Well, still is. He's still around, isn't he? Yeah, he's not dead. Yeah. It's not all about... Well, it's you not know, all it's 2016. <laughs> it's not all about he, death. He yeah. could be the next one. I hope we haven't jinxed him. Yeah. Uh, there's also in Sweden researchers have uh, engineered transparent wood. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, um, it's going to be an alternative to uh, using obviously glass. Yeah, to opaque glass. Yeah, um, but yeah, non-shattering material. They strip out the component that makes the wood brown and replace it with acrylic. And apparently that's a so acrylic a then real it, thing. Well, it's not wood anymore, then, is it? Because acrylic is like a form of plastic. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's like a, an alloy of wood, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> a resistant material. What? What are you looking at? It's just the content I, I, of the I show. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that you can have an alloy of wood, but... <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I, I was, trying, was a... trying to think of an example where two things merge together to make something else. Um, yeah. Uh, no. Wheels? Alloy wheels? <laughs> I don't know what though. Do, do you know what an alloy is? Yeah. That that's not a, a wheel <laughs> hub. <laughs> oh well, if you're going to split hairs, um, well, like you said, it's two things that mix together, isn't it, to make yeah. a to make a, a new that's it material so, or whatever. So yeah, that's no, like steel's an alloy, isn't it? Any more stories then? This uh, tiny temper intends to buy a farm uh, because he loves. Uh, the rural life, and he loves country <gasps> file on the BBC. Does he? Yeah. No, oh, it bores me to tears that, but um, not my thing. But I was watching um, Gogglebox the other day, 
and one of the shows they featured was a farming program and this cow was giving birth to a calf um, but they couldn't get the calf out and some of the implements that they used to remove this calf they'd got like a a pulley system with a jack on it and everything they put it inside the cow oh god it was brutal wow it was brutal yeah <laughs> that does sound brutal it got it. and then when they eventually got the um, the calf out it wasn't breathing so they were like throwing it around and sticking fingers down its mouth trying to get mucus out and everything it was it was brutal just give it some mouth to mouth well he did that as well <laughs> while the mucus was still it was horrible well I'm feeling a bit sick thinking about it but um, anyway all was well the calf survived so I'm glad yeah so That's Tiny Tempers wanting to do that is he yeah, apparently so. That's that's one of the true stories that looked like a prank, but wasn't. Well, you can't have a tiny temper if you're going to be a farmer. Why do you have to be an angry farmer? Didn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> well, uh, last night, um, uh, for I was I was a four authors fanboy, uh, sing along to them all, and uh, the lead singer says, "Right, we're going to do his new single now." So you probably won't know it, but if you know the words, sing along. This is The City. And you lost it. I absolutely went mad. <laughs> uh, CK. He just stood in his normal stance and nodded his head along. Well, after after he'd sort of recovered from my outburst, <laughs> he was fine. Um, but yeah, I knew, uh, I knew The City and uh, this is it. It's the latest single. It's four authors. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM, just coming up to half past two. Send us a tweet at The Squeak. Spelt wrong.
This is Sheffield Live. So that was four authors with the city. Like that one? Yeah, Good very new much. Single. Very much. And um, available for free from. Uh, is it? Yeah. If, if you go onto their Facebook page, you've got a link to download it for free. Oh, I didn't know that. From uh, Alia Records. Alia? Alia, or Alia, or however it's pronounced. That's, that was going to be my question. How do you pronounce this? A L Y A. It's what used it's come out of uh, DMF Digital in Sheffield. Um. I can't find it on the on the group. Well, it wouldn't tell you on the group, though, would it? On the Facebook. Thing. Yeah, would it? I saw it on there this morning. Oh. Uh, uh, P.S. This is not an April Fool's, I promise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I can't, can't see it. I'm under pressure, though, so I've probably missed it. Oh, no. But it's okay. So, yeah, if you go onto their <laughs> Facebook so, page, there is a post there where you can download it for free from all your records, A-L-Y-A. And according to Facebook, they typically reply within a day. <laughs> so if you get stuck, just send them a message. That's what they're doing for the full day. Um, oh yeah, it's there. It's the first one. I don't know. Download for free here with a bonus acoustic version. Yeah. They did a cover of. Uh, they did a couple of covers last night, didn't they? Actually. Yeah. Uh, they did uh, Uptown Funk. Yeah. And um, Teenage Teenage Dirtbag. Dirtbag yeah. Which yeah. was the uh, beach ball one. Yeah. Where where that poor girl got pelted in the face pelted by in the CK. Face. CK the uh, the terrorist uh, Golding Golding he, he, did it, he did it on purpose that's a powerful nickname <laughs> <laughs> he's not a terrorist he's not he's not yeah. don't, don't call the police on him controversial or us for that matter controversial and, to and he didn't do it on purpose but he did kick a ball in a girl's face <laughs> I just, just thought I'd stress that <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, she's she's okay. Um, I heard she shared a bed. Uh, she shared a ward with Carmeloni in A and E. Not a bed. Not a bed. <laughs> oh this has all gone wrong. Let's move on. Yeah, we're not definitely. scripted, you know. Um, right. So you can't um, tell. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, one story I found. It's not an April Fool. Um, but... If you if you had a lot of money, um, we've discussed it before. Um, you could buy a town near Las Vegas, which is which includes a casino and a diner. A whole town, a whole town. Wow. Um, if you've got a spare six and a half million quid or near as damn it, um, then you can buy a town. It's about seventy miles south of Las Vegas. It's called Cal Navare. Um, and it includes a town's casino, diner, supermarket, a ten-room motel, a motorhome park, and a mile-long airstrip. Well, so you can park your plane there as well. Yeah. Well, you could fly in. This is a bonus. Mm. 
Yeah, you'd have to buy a plane as well. Well, you don't have to buy a plane. Well, if you've already got a plane, you just just buy the the town and then you're set. Yeah. Yeah. What just for a landing strip though? If you had an expensive landing strip. You'd have to you'd have to do something else with the well, town. You've got your casino and your supermarket and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, um, the current owner, um, her and her husband founded the town in 1965. Uh, there's 350 people that lived there, but since her husband died, she can't keep it up, so she's looking to sell it. They tried to sell it in 2010 for 11.9 million, but she couldn't find any buyers, so she's she's dropped the price. She almost halved the price. In fairness, um, so she's saying 51 years is long enough. It's a strange one, that, isn't it? Buying a town. So they've got 350 people. What are you buying? Just the land and the, the fixtures that these people own, obviously. But yeah. There's, there's people live there, so I don't know. Are they renting off you, essentially? or I, I wonder if um, all of the... You know, like, we have uh, leasehold properties. Yeah. I wonder if they'll just pay, like, a, a leasehold to, mm. the, to the landowners. Um, if there's 350 people there, and I bought the town for £6.5 I would like to declare myself the king of the town. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. And, and I would I would rule over those 350 people with an iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I, I've I've been thinking about this because I think if you um, if you wanted to implement any change, the 350 people could just say no, not doing it. Mm. So it'd be a bit of a weird one, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I would guess that you're subject to US law. Well, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't really do the iron fist thing. But I've, I read like Lee Child books. And yeah. The main character Jack Reacher is like a, he's like a vagrant. He's left the army and he sort of wanders through all these towns. Mm. Um, and if he walks in a town they don't like him, they just try and chuck him out. So I would imagine it could be a place like that, a bit, bit right. clicky. That, Not like when you go in a pub and everybody turns round. That that brings me on to what I was going to lead off with this after you mentioned buying a town. I watched the last episode of Brookside the other day, you know, that aired years and years ago. Jimmy. Jimmy yeah. Corkill. Jimmy Corkill. Barry Grant returned for the for the end. Oh, no. Um, and, God, that's a dark, dark episode of a soap. Is it? Oh, yeah. Well, soaps aren't exactly the most, you know, light-hearted, are they? I didn't realise that they moved it to, like, an 11 o'clock um, kind of slot. Yeah. And so there was lots of like violence and swearing and stuff like that. Really? So I never watched it at the time. And it, it ends with uh, there's this new guy that's uh, come into the street and has been dealing drugs and stuff and they all want him out. And they, they talk about, like you were just saying, the, the, uh, the old stranger's field concept. Whereas if somebody new came into a town, like in the olden days, and nobody got on with them, they would all kill him and then bury him in the field, like out back of town. Uh, and so they all went, in Brookside, they all went round, and between them all, killed this guy and hung him out of the window. That's how dark it got. I I was trying to move away from death. <laughs> <laughs> but my next point of that was, reading, uh, watching that, uh, had me read up on like what happened to the set, and th- those houses are, are now actual houses that people are living in. And you could you could buy the right. whole of Brookside cr- close at one bit. Re- well, because I mean I know um, Coronation Street, there were real houses, and they just bought the street, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so they've done the opposite. Then they've sort of sold what they had. Yeah. E- each house was like an individual set, and they've now been converted into actual housing. Oh, so they weren't real houses. No. Oh. They, they were built. They were how like made as house exteriors and stuff. Oh well, I just and the assumed sets were inside. Oh, I assumed the sets would be would have been somewhere else. No, 
Oh, that's that's quite interesting then. Uh, towards the end of Brookside's life, they used two or three of the sets in the houses for Hollyoaks. Ah, uh, yeah, because that's filmed in Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, they filmed next door to each other. Right. Um, so, yeah, just an interesting thing. A few years ago, yeah, they, uh, they all moved out of TV production, and you could buy, for, for about 500 grand, you could buy the whole of Brookside Close. It's quite cheap, isn't it? Ago. Yeah, oh, several years ago, though. And, and now... Yeah, a few houses on there, aren't they? Yeah, now they've converted them to houses, and I think they're renting them out. All right. Weird. Who'd want to live in Jimmy Corkill's house? Well, that's another thing. You know, you look at what's happening in EastEnders and you think nobody would want to live there because <laughs> no. you're either going to die or get run out of your home. Yeah. They should, they should, they should be derelict. Nobody would want to live there. <laughs> There's like a fire every five minutes and somebody gets shot. I'm sure I read something about house that. House prices must be at an all-time low. Well, I, I read something about the house prices. If that... if. Like those houses were real and existed, and they were on the market. They'd, they'd be worth like four, five hundred grand each, apparently, in EastEnders. Oh. What? Even though people get murdered all the time. Yeah, apparently. All right. They, they don't drive down the uh, property prices with murder around there. <laughs> Why do we keep on coming back to death? I don't know. I don't Is know. Is it because I feel like death after last night's shenanigans? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Can't feel as bad as Carlton Maloney. <laughs> Anyway, it's one from last night. It's Dead Set Dream. The Fall. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM.
Dead Set Dream, The Fall. It's uh, another one from last night. And Yeah, they had uh, they, they were obviously the heavier group out of the four. Yeah. Um, they had a decent following, though. A lot yeah, of, they brought uh, their audience, didn't they? A lot of girls yeah. liking, liking Dead Set Dream. And can I just say, right, hmm? I was wearing the same shoes as the lead <laughs> singer in Dead Set Dream. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> Did you tie the laces exactly the same as well? No, I think I don't know what he'd done with his laces, but it was a bit dark. But no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know how. He'd... How do you even notice stuff like that? I don't. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I genuinely don't know. But look, we, we, a nice pair of blue Vans. Yeah, yeah, they are very blue. I tell you why I noticed because the uh, the guitarist it was very good by the way. <laughs> Very good, but <laughs> what just happened? I've just took my legs under the chair and lowered my own chair. Um, <laughs> he had a, he had a, anyway, he had a t-shirt on that said Vans. And I'm yes. like, oh, I wonder if anybody else is wearing Vans, and he got he got Vans on. Right, so you don't just go around checking out lead singers. I shoes just I just look normally. at shoes at gigs. <laughs> Aaron Stark he had a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. We'll come on to that later. Um, oh, Aaron Starkey was doing a, a really funny little... He does this sort of, like, the march. Bumpy march, as he's singing. Yeah, just the march. Um, but he was stood on a carpet, and he kept he kept moving the carpet. <laughs> so that Curtis on guitar was, like, having to move the carpet out of the way so he could get to the pedals, because Aaron kept, <laughs> kept moving it over the pedals. It was really funny. Anyway, um, we were just on Brookside before. Yeah. Do you remember Ray Quinn? We weren't actually on Brookside, but we were talking about Talking it. about Brookside, on the Brookside subject, Brookside if you Brookside finished many years ago. But you can watch a final episode on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, Ray Quinn was in Brookside. Was he? Who later went on to become an X Factor finalist. He did. I can't remember him being in it. Yeah, he was, I actually uh, didn't watch it. I don't know why I watched the last... I, I never watched it when it was on, generally. We used to watch it when I was little. Especially towards the end. Mm. But um, on X Factor, uh, Dermot O'Leary is returning. Yes. He's going to replace... They're really flogging that dead horse, aren't they? Yeah, he's going to replace the people that replaced him. Yeah. Because they were rubbish. Um, or some people thought, anyway. So, uh, was yeah. It Ollie Mers and Caroline Flack, was it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, well, it was on. It was on uh, BBC Radio One Breakfast, and uh, you know, we were talking about it with Nick Grimshaw, and he said, "Oh, you know, are you happy?" He said, "Yeah, you know, I'm really flattered to be asked back." Um, you know, got all our ducks in a row, and he said, "By ducks, do you mean cash?" <laughs> and he sort of got a bit. Uh, didn't really like that line of questioning, so he said, "I'm feeling uncomfortable now. Let's move on." So they've obviously paid him a lot, a lot of money yeah. to go back. Well, Grimshaw would probably know how much they're paying on that show. Yeah, probably. Well, Nick Grimshaw, they never worked on the show together, though. No, they didn't. Because he only did one year, and he's gone as well. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Yeah, but it is flogging a dead horse. We keep saying it. They should have stopped it years ago. Yeah, just do something. People are fed up of it. The the ratings are falling. They're falling for a reason. Because people have had enough now. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, it's the same old old stuff. They'll get some, like, uh, big-name judge to come on and try and revive it. And it'll still flop. Yeah. Yeah, it will. It Talking will. of television flops, right? Twenty years ago on a Saturday night, what what was your preferred viewing? All <laughs> oh, right. Well, I'm 26, so when I was six, I, I was probably in bed. Yeah. Um, Noel's house party was that on a exactly. Saturday? Exactly. You and you, you are the right audience. This really? Yeah. Um, Americans this week have finally discovered Mr. Blobby. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, there was a whole thread on Reddit about. Are you Mr. being Blobby. serious? Yeah. 
Oh, that's unbelievable. That. <laughs> We'd not rehearsed that. Yeah, you, you walked into that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mr. Blobby. Um, I used to love the phone box because they did they, they, uh, like the gunge tank thing. No, they were money at the end, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. The, and they had to collect yeah. all this money. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Six year old you. Loved yeah, loved it. Well, Still watching crap now. <laughs> yeah, 26. Well, this, this American user on uh, on Reddit had been watching the big fat quiz of the 90s. Oh, right, yeah. Which was like a few couple of years ago, also by Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr, yeah. And for the end of it, for the last question, they brought out Mr. Blobby to do the last question <laughs> as, as a 90s icon kind of thing. And this American had never, never experienced Mr. Blobby before. And He's taken like, it I've over the pond. W- I've watched the, the clip and it is hilarious. Mr. Blobby is just just goes full on maverick and wrecks the whole place, like jumps through the set and everything. Yeah, he's never he's, he's, some things ever change. Yeah. Um and so yeah, this American was like, What what the heck is What's this? What's going on? Yeah. And and then other Americans, like the the comments, there's one that says, I feel like I took acid watching that. <laughs> that that was absolutely swear word terrifying. <laughs> Jack Whitehall was on it, and he used to be scared of uh, Mr. Blobby. He actually went and hid behind his, his desk really? for the segment because he couldn't. <laughs> it's like, he looks like Silly Putty and sounds like a Dalek. Uh, mm. I had to shut it off. He was freaking out my cats as well. <laughs> uh, and, and one helpful Brit uh, tried to help out and give a, a description of what Mr. Blobby was, and he says, he was like if a puppy's brain was put into the body of a blancmange looking humanoid. And he'd come on and ignore the personal space of various celebrities. Mm. Just, Some people have got too much time on their hands. But, then it, uh, but yeah. <laughs> it, it, it then, I was reading this this morning, and it got me into looking into it further. And he, he obviously had his Christmas number one. He, he had a Christmas... Did he? Mr. Blobby had a Christmas number one. What yeah. was it? It was called It was called Mr. Blobby. Oh, right. And it, it, was, it was the theme tune he was in a show, like... <laughs> I don't remember that one. And they actually made three very cynical, terrible theme parks of Mr. Blobbyland. Really? Yeah. I didn't know any of this. One of them exists uh, still in Somerset, uh, but obviously it's derelict and it's it's abandoned now. Uh, and you can go on YouTube and look at videos of people that have been around it. Uh, and it, it looks terrifying. Mr. Blobby had his own helicopter. Then there was also a Mrs. Blobby and a Baby Blobby at one bit. So they, they, they really, you know, they really went after the cash on that one, didn't they? <laughs> Very much so. Have you um, have you seen uh, the Pink Panthers to-do list? No. To-do, 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 to-do. <laughs> <laughs> this is October Drift and it's robots. Thank God for October Drift. <laughs>
Live. Robots. Yeah, what a tune. October Drift. That's something else live, that one, isn't it? Yes. Um, everything from the, the sound to the lights to the atmosphere. Yeah. Everything. Um, and I, I'd actually bumped into somebody at Leadmill last night that I'd, I'd not seen for years. Yeah. Um, in the toilet of all places. So, you know, not the best, but whatever. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to stop meeting like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he bought me a drink, so I, w- I was stood with him. And all of a sudden... They'd got these cameras with the, with the big lights on, and they were filming yeah. and taking pictures. Why you do with a camera? And uh, I'm like, oh, everybody's uh, like crowded, parted. And obviously, Kiwi's only small, isn't he? Yeah. So I'm like, why is everyone moving? And then it, it, it just walked straight past us, and then it gone up these flights of stairs, and it was singing from up there. Yeah, great. They, they like to get down in the audience, don't they? They do. They do. Dan, Dan the guitarist, like great cre- hair. Crept. He, <laughs> he does have great hair. Which, which flops about quite a lot as he's yeah. uh, thrashing his guitar. <laughs> yeah, no, very, very energetic, and uh, they were very, very, very well received, weren't they? Yeah. Everybody had a great time. Yeah, I'd, I'd, it was genuinely like they've been touring for two weeks, and I think they, they were looking forward to this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, to, yeah. To yeah they, they off that bit. Well, they've uh, they, they tweeted earlier. Um, we love Sheffield yeah. people. Yeah. And Sheffield loves them. They do. Yeah. They do. But uh, yeah, if if you missed it and you want to see them, they're, they're playing in Bristol and Cardiff next week, I think, and then that's the end of the the whole tour for a short while, I believe. And uh, losing my touches out now, yeah, the new single on the Stranger Days EP. Mm. There were a lot of merch last night, weren't they? A lot, mm. a lot of good. I merch. quite liked how they laid it out. You walked in and it was like a little marketplace as you walked in. Yeah, it was good. With I, all I, the different bands had a, a full shelf kind of thing, full table. Well, I uh, I didn't know how it was going to go last night. I assumed it'd be in the main room, but they they put it in room two, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was good because, like you say, you walk past all the merch and then you weren't falling over people to look at stuff. So it worked. It worked really well. Yeah. Um, I've never been to a gig at Leadmill before. Have you not? No. It's the first time I've been to Leadmill in, oh god, long tower at uni. So yeah. a long time. Um, but yeah, it was great. Loved it. I, I did. I think the last music gig I went to there was. 
possibly with Arneil, and it was a Reverend and the Makers gig, and um, somebody jumped up on Neil's back and pretty much hurt him. And also, we'd been jumping around so much we couldn't breathe and it was hot and sweaty and everything. And I ended up having to pull him out from the mosh pit by his feet to get, to get him out. Oh, and, right. And Lovely. I think he thought he was dying. <laughs> Bless him. His, his other half, Becca, was, was pouring cold water over his head to try and bring him round. Oh, right. Yeah, I've never never done that. <laughs> You've not lived. I've never lived, yeah. I'd, you know, I'm not as big as you and Neil. I'd, I'd, I'd be a goner. Finding a pump floor in a mosh pit. I thought that only happened in corporation anyway. It depends what gig it is. It mm. can happen for like any band generally if, if people are up for it. Yeah, I suppose maybe so. Not, maybe not Jamie Cullum or something like that. <laughs> but Yeah, no. Um, well, just another one um, that I've seen in the news. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this farmer. He, bought a mock tu- he built sorry, a mock Tudor castle. Is he an angry farmer? Uh, well, he is now. Um, <laughs> he'd built... I mean, for the benefit of the radio, James, look at that. He'd built mm-hmm. that, um, but he didn't have planning permission to build it. So nice. he'd hidden it with um, with a load of hay bales. You, so you, because what you do is, when you build a, a mock Tudor castle, is hide it with hay bales. Yeah, well, he'd, 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 come, <laughs> he'd, he'd piled up all these bales of hay to hide it because he'd not got planning permission. Wow. And then the, the council discovered it, and they've ma- they're making him demolish it. Yeah. Um, it's It's... A real shame. Um, they ordered him to tear it down in June and uh, or go to prison for three months, so he's got to tear it down. Um, but, you know. But if you go to prison for three months, do you still have to tear it down? Well, that's why I thought you, they'd probably could, just knock it down while you were in prison, wouldn't yeah, they? It could be a good compromise, that. But, I mean, it, it's such a shame because it's a lovely, lovely place. But should, he obviously knew he weren't going to get planning permission, so yeah. he's just decided to do that. Yeah. Shame. Shame indeed. Mm. Tiny Temper will be buying that land and uh, <laughs> becoming the angry farmer. Pulling calves out of cows <laughs> with his bare there, hands. There's a vision we want in our heads for the rest of the, rest of the day. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to squeeze one more in before the end of the show. And it's um, Slow Readers Club, of course. Yep. Um, fantastic, fantastic band. Yeah. Uh, really good guys as well. This one is Plant the Seed. Mm-hmm.
Slow Readers Club. Plant the seed. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, and that that was all of the bands that played last night. So that was a taster for you if you weren't yeah. there. Um, you, you missed a cracking evening. Or a reminder if you were there, because um, I think we all we were all buzzing. Yeah. Um, and they're touring with James. Yeah. Not me, the band. The band James, of course. Yeah. Not James Hargreaves. <laughs> that wouldn't be as exciting for them, would it? Well, maybe it would. It'd be exciting for me. It'd be exciting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, DJ Ski's just got here. He's up at three with Platinum Plates. Carl, you'll be uh, looking forward to that one, no doubt. Yeah. Cheeky monkey. Um, we'll be back next week at uh, the normal time of two o'clock. Have a good week. We'll see you later. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.